Today's gospel lesson comes from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Please stand for the reading of the gospel. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child and his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of the Lord. For a few moments on today, I do want to preach from the title, A Divine Disruption. In 2022, we are being asked by God to draw ever closer to God through Jesus Christ. We are asked by God to discover even more so who God is through Jesus Christ. And someone may be asking the question, well, Pastor, is that a new request of God? No. No, it's the same request. I'm just reminding us that in 2022, God is calling us to draw ever closer to God through prayer through fellowship with God, just hanging out with God with no agenda, no list of this is what I want, God. And I would suggest to you that God is calling us this year to draw closer to God through divine disruption. Let us pray. Loving and gracious Lord, our God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart bless you this day. Hide me behind the cross of Jesus Christ so that no one will see me. But they will see you and hear you. In Christ's name I pray, amen. A divine disruption, beloved, are those disruptions that occur in our lives for the purpose of God revealing God's self to us for the purpose of discipleship development or our growing more 
as disciples of Jesus Christ and for the purpose of advancing God's kingdom here on earth. In the gospel lesson today, we, we are able to observe uh, several uh, divine disruptions. You're familiar with the story, and you know, I, I cannot help but smile. You know, from the time that I was younger than the youngest person watching or listening to my voice, I always knew there were three wise men. There were three. Because there were three gifts. So there had to have been three wise men. But Bible students will tell you that's not necessarily so. Bible students will tell you that there was a caravan of magi. There could have been 12. We don't know. But it's amazing how we're fixed on the number three. But let me move on. Let me move on. So in this text today, uh, we, we are able to witness a divine disruption. Let me share with you the first divine disruption. Here's King Herod, the ruler of in much power, who has much power, who knows that with just one word, he can destroy life. This is King Herod, who's not been challenged at all. Life is going on as usual, but then on this particular day, according to the Gospel of Matthew, three astrologers or wise men or magi show up, and here's just a question they ask. Hey, by the way, where's the king of the Jews? And at that moment, we are able to witness a divine disruption. We're able to see how God breaks into the ordinary in order for God to reveal God's truth, God's self, even more so. And what did God reveal on that day? God revealed that there is a king of the Jews who is against the king of politics, the, the ruler of that world. God revealed on that day that in spite of the powers that be, there is an ultimate power, and that power is Jesus Christ. And I would suggest to you in 2022 that we need to remember that in spite of the powers that you see rising up, trying to declare that they have all power, remember that Jesus Christ is the king with all power in heaven and in earth. So there was this disruption, this divine disruption. And we, we do know, we do know that, and let me just fast forward to the last verse. We do know that um, after the wise men, the astrologers, the magi, went to see this king of the Jews, we do know that God called them to go another route. Now, they knew, they knew the route they were going to take back home. And yet God said, no, go another way. I would suggest to you, beloved, that that too was a divine disruption because, let's face it, once they saw the king of the Jews, when they turned and went the other way, they could not help but do what? Tell others. Isn't that what happens when you have the fresh encounter with Jesus Christ? You cannot help but tell others. 
When Jesus answers your prayer, you cannot help but tell others. Uh, we were facing a personal crisis just this past weekend. Received a phone call. Was in, there was a, a crisis, and, and things were just... Chaotic. And, uh, and, uh, and all I could say was, and it's not about me, I, I will tell you, you know, it's not about pastor. All I could say was, I, I just want you to just, just, just trust God and watch, God, watch what God will do. And um, that's all I had to say. That's all I could say. And so what I saw, beloved, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this because as we continue to journey through 2022, you'll want to hold on to this. All I can say was in the midst of that chaos, in the midst of what appeared to be ordinary, there was this divine disruption and God stepped in and God spoke and God moved and things changed. I want you to know in 2022, we will have the opportunity of experiencing some divine disruptions where God will reveal even more so of God's self to us. If we're open, we will have the opportunity even more so to grow further as disciples of Jesus Christ if we're open. We will have the opportunity to advance God's kingdom here on earth through this body of Christ known as Evangel Heights United Methodist Church if we are open. God wants to do a divine disruption in our lives. Amen? amen. You don't have to say amen. It's okay. I'm going to say amen for myself. <laughs> but I want you to know that every disruption is not a divine disruption. I want you to go back to the text. I want you to look at Herod's behavior. After a divine disruption took place, what did Herod do? It's interesting. When you go back and look at the text, the text says that when the wise men, when the magi, when the astrologers who study the stars, when they told Herod that they, had, that they were looking for the king of the Jews, he not only asked them where the Messiah was to be born. Thank you for putting that scripture up on the screen. But he, the, the text tells us he was intimidated and he was afraid. Be careful of people who are intimidated and people who are afraid. Be careful of people who are intimidated by you and who are afraid of you. Because you see, uh, they will say things and they will do things that will try to harm you. Look what Herod did. You think genocide is a 20th century phenomenon? Look at the text. When Herod realized that the wise men were not going to tell him where the king of the Jews actually was, what did he do? He covered all bases, didn't he? He sent out a decree and said, let's destroy all boys two years of age and under. Be careful of people who are afraid of you. Be careful of people who think, for whatever reason, that they should be intimidated by you. All I can say is, be the follower of Jesus Christ, who you're called to be. Walk in the boldness of Jesus Christ, who you're called 
to be. Just a side note, can you imagine what would have happened if the wise men had felt Herod's intimidation? Can you imagine what, how the story would have ended if they had been overwhelmed by Herod's fear? In 2022, there are people who have been taught to be afraid of other people. Be careful of people who try to feed you fear, who try to have you to live on a diet of fear of the other. The Magi, <laughs> the wise men, the astrologers met the king of the Jews. Do you know why that's exciting? Because, because the, the, the magi, the wise men, the astrologers were Gentiles. And, 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 and so they were the other. They were the people that the Jews knew God did not have a kind word for, nor God had a love for, nor was God concerned about redeeming them. They were the ones who saw the king of the Jews. And, and, and Paul in Ephesians reminds the Gentiles, look, you're included in God's redemption. God gave me the ministry of preaching to you about this awesome God through Jesus Christ who's reaching out to you. Beloved, look, this is good news. If you've ever been a part of the outside group and not the inside group, you, you, you can understand this. The outsiders, the Gentiles, reminded us, reminds us rather, that Jesus Christ is for all nations, everyone. Oh, is that good news? I don't know, I don't know if you have a list of people who you don't like. I try not to create a list like that. What I try to do is to, is to ask, this is what I learned um, uh, this past week. You just learned this, Pastor? Well, it hit home this week. Um, I was continuing to read uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer's book, Life Together, and he was saying, you know, for the disciple, instead of talking about people to Jesus Christ, he said, you should just pray for them to Jesus Christ. Instead of talking about people, pray for them. Yeah. Bring it home, Pastor. Bring it home. On this Epiphany Sunday, Sunday we celebrate the fact that Jesus Christ was revealed to the Magi, the astrologers, the wise men, the Gentiles, a declaration by God that Jesus Christ is for all people and for all nations. 
I'm going to ask you to look at your list, whatever that list may be, a list that you think gives you the right. And I'll look at my list that I think gives me the right to not see everybody, but just some people. To not be concerned about the salvation of everybody, but just some people. That list that gives me the right to believe that I'm special, but you're not. A divine disruption will call me and you to take the list and tear it up. A divine disruption will call you and call me to ask the question, Lord, how are you revealing yourself anew and afresh to me in this situation that I find myself in? What are you revealing to me about myself that will help me to further grow as a disciple of Jesus Christ? And loving God, how are you calling me individually? And how are you calling our congregation to advance, to move forward your kingdom of righteousness and justice in this community and beyond? Because God loves us so much, beloved. I celebrate the fact that God will not allow us to remain as we are, but God continues to beckon us. God continues to call us into a closer and more intimate relationship with God. And God will use divine disruptions to do that. And so as we continue living out our lives on a day-to-day basis in the year of 2022. May we remember that God is with us. Because that's the final question that I, I want to raise with you as I even provide the answer. How do we handle these divine disruptions as they come into our lives? And what happens if I cannot really recognize that it is a divine disruption, Pastor? That's a great question to ask. So here's the answer. The answer is that on a daily basis, let us continue to nurture our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Let us remember on a daily basis that God is with us, that God loves us, that God will provide us with everything that we need to live out that day. You see, when that relationship has been established with God, then when that divine disruption comes into our lives, we know that we can look to God We know that God is with us. We know that God will help us. So don't wait for the divine disruption to take place in order to to strengthen your relationship with God. Just continue to do that now before the divine disruption. I used to be afraid. I'll just confessed it to you as I bring closure to this sermon. I, I, used, to, I used to be afraid uh, when it came to the new year because I, I, I really wasn't sure what the new year would hold. And I will tell you, in a few minutes, we're going to pray the Wesleyan Covenant prayer, and I used to be afraid to pray that prayer because it was like, oh, God, what, what's going to happen this year? I'm just being honest. 
And this is what I've learned over the years. What I've learned is the relationship with God through Jesus Christ helps me to see new years from a different perspective. The relationship with God through Jesus Christ gives me the courage to pray the prayer because, see, this is what I know about God. I know that God loves me. I don't know that God only desires the best for me. And so what that means is that, and here's the bottom line, it means then that I will trust God no matter what. So you see, this Wesleyan prayer, this Wesleyan covenant prayer, yes, it's a prayer of commitment. It's a prayer of faith. It's a prayer that disciples pray. It also is a prayer that says, God, I can pray this prayer because I trust you. And I know that whatever you bring into my life, It does not come to destroy me, but it comes to help me to discover even more so who you are and who I am and how you want to use me to bring glory and honor to your name. Oh, we have an example of that, don't we? Jesus Christ, trusting God, knowing that God loved him so that even as he was facing the most difficult moment of his life in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. No, I, I, don't, I don't know what this year will hold. I mentioned that to you last week. I don't know what 2022 will hold for me. I do not know what it will hold for you as congregants, nor what it will hold for us as a congregation. But this is the one thing I do know. I can trust God for this year. No matter what, I can trust God. And I will trust God no matter what. The covenant prayer, which is in your uh, bulletin, which is also on the screen, it is an opportunity for us to declare once again through this prayer of commitment, this prayer of faith, that we trust God no matter what. Now, We don't use the altar often, but if you want to join me at the altar as I pray this prayer and as you pray this prayer, then please join me. Or you may remain in your seats.
Let us pray. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you, praised for you or criticized for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, O wonderful and holy God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, you are mine and I am yours, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it also be made in heaven Amen.